T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. From KMOX Sports. The bases are loaded. This is the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. He hits one deep to left field. You That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. It's a slammer. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. A Wednesday night edition of the program underway here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. Thanks for making the choice to make us a part of your evening. If you'd like to join us, you can do so. Multiple ways to get connected. You call or text 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air. M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Let's start with an update on what's going on in the baseball postseason as things have certainly uh, turned around in the Padres-Phillies game. The Phillies jumped out to a 4 nothing lead when uh, they put up a four spot in the top of the second inning. Since then, San Diego got a uh, back-to-back home run, solo shots in the bottom of the second, and then in the fifth inning, they just put up a five spot. The Padres have scored seven unanswered runs, and they lead the Phillies 7-4 in the top of the sixth inning. Uh, That series led by Philadelphia 1-0 after they picked up a win yesterday. Got me thinking, and I'll be the first to admit, I I am guilty. Raising up my hand. I am guilty as charged on what I'm about to speak on. Baseball is a game where you really got to take a step back and let some things play out before you can really evaluate anything. And that goes against our nature as people because we, we want to assess things immediately, right away. First batch of information comes in. You wanna you wanna make that wide ranging statement, which might be right, probably wrong, and we gotta wait for a little bit more uh, information to come through. Now here's where I'm guilty. So, as the regular season came to a conclusion, we talked a lot about the Cardinals' moves at the deadline. And let me be clear. 
I'm not going back on what I said on the Cardinals' moves at the deadline. They needed help in the starting rotation. They got help in the starting rotation, and that is maybe the single biggest reason that they took off the way that they did and eventually won the division pretty easily. The acquisitions of a Jose Quintana and a Jordan Montgomery were huge for the Cardinals, and that remains as true today as it has ever been, no matter what happened in the postseason. But here's where I might have been wrong. Here's where I may have said something too early. As we were going down the stretch of the season, and I was talking about the Cardinals' moves, and comparing what the Cardinals did to what other teams did, I think I made the statement, and not that I was so much wrong, I just didn't have all the information, and it was true at the time, I made the statement that the Cardinals' moves at the deadline had more of a positive impact on them than any other team with any other moves that were made at the deadline. And that remained true through the end of the regular season. What we did not have time to wait for yet, what we did not know what was going to happen, was the playoffs. And I think you can look at the Padres, and Juan Soto's playoff numbers are okay. He's hitting two thirty five. But he's come up with some really big hits. The four RBIs that he has so far in the postseason are some pretty big RBIs for the Padres. And then Josh Bell, who's two for three today, he's put together an okay postseason as well in terms of his RBIs. His batting average isn't very good, but again, we're not we're about you win by scoring runs and you win by preventing runs. And Josh Bell, even though he's hitting one ninety two, he has helped produce runs uh, in this postseason. And Their numbers aren't super gaudy, but those two guys have certainly had a big impact in helping the Padres do what they've done. And we can go look at the Yankees, and we can go look at Harrison Bader. And again, I like the Montgomery-Bader trade for the Cardinals because of how desperately the Cardinals needed starting pitching. But we sat there, and we said over and over and over about how the Cardinals won that trade. And... Now it seems more like a push because what Bader has been able to do with the New York Yankees during their playoff run. So it's a a reminder to you, but bluntly, it's a reminder to myself as well. In baseball, more so than any other sport, in baseball, you got to take a step back and let things play out. And I did mention that a lot. When when the team has started uh, struggling to score runs in September, I was asked over and over and over if I was concerned about that in terms of them going in the postseason. And I said no. And it wasn't that I was wrong, but it was that you don't really know if that – and I'm, I'm not trying to sit here and, and relitigate what happened in the postseason for the Cardinals, but as we talked about ad nauseum, There's not a correlation between how you finish a season and how you go to the playoffs. Sometimes you finish cold, you stay cold. Sometimes you finish cold and you get hot. It's kind of a 50-50 proposition. And this year, the Cardinals, from an offensive standpoint, finished cold. And then they went into the postseason and they were still cold. And that's just the way things work. 
there it could have gone the other way. Now, there's people out there that are going to say, see, I told you, told you we were worried about this in September, and then it continued into October, knew this was going to happen. Well, you didn't know it was going to happen because half the time it happens and half the time it doesn't happen. So what I always say is when there's these red flags that are popping up during a baseball season, maybe it means something, maybe it doesn't, and we can retroactively go back and say, yeah, it meant something. We can now retroactively go back and say the Cardinals struggling in September absolutely was a legitimate red flag, and it absolutely did continue into the playoffs. That is a true statement. We just didn't know that it was a true statement at the time. And that's why assessing the game of baseball is so challenging. And look, there's going to be people out there who who make these big statements about what's going on, and sometimes they're right and sometimes they're wrong, but they always get to have definitive statements about things. I'm not saying I'm somebody who's wishy-washy, but I am somebody who's going to sit here and say, I don't know what this means. It might mean this. It might mean that. We'll find out here in about a month or so or find out in a year. And that's the way it is. And I was just, I was thinking about that today as we've been watching uh, these playoffs because how those trades look now, how the Padres acquiring uh, Soto and Bell, the Yankees acquiring Bader, it looks different now, a couple weeks into the postseason, than it did when the uh, when the postseason was first getting started. A lot to get to today. We're going to talk some uh, Missouri football. Howard Richards, uh, part of the Missouri football broadcast team. He's going to join us coming up in uh, four or five minutes. We'll talk some more Mizzou athletics, SEC preseason men's basketball polls out. We'll get back to baseball. We'll get into the NFL. We'll obviously talk some hockey. Blues are in action tonight, their second game of the season, as uh, they're going to match up against Seattle on the road, meaning uh, they get to see old friend uh, Jaden Schwartz. A lot to get to at Sports Open Line. We're back with uh, Howard Richards in just a moment on KMOX. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the Chiefs and 49ers, and you can hear the game here. Pre-game coverage at 2, kickoff 325, Kansas City, San Francisco, this Sunday. Touchdown, Kansas City! On your home for Chiefs football, KMOX. Sports Open Line continues here on a Wednesday evening. Missouri Tigers football. They've got a home game coming up on Saturday. They will play host to Vanderbilt. A very winnable game for the Tigers as they look for their first league win. Really their first kind of impressive win. Their two wins this year are against Louisiana Tech and Abilene Christian with losses against Kansas State, Auburn, Georgia, and Florida. We're very happy to uh, welcome onto the program a former Tiger. He's part of the Missouri uh, broadcast crew. He is Howard Richards. You can follow him on Twitter at how underscore R-I-C-H. Howard, thanks so much for the time. How are you? Hey, Matt. I am doing good this evening. How about you? I'm all right. Um, it's it's obvious the season has not gone the way the Tigers would have liked it to go, and you can't do anything about that at this point. Let's put a positive spin on this. They get the bye week, and now they've got a very winnable game against Vanderbilt. It feels like if they're going to turn the season around, things are kind of lining up for this to be that kind of crossroads moment. Would you agree with that assessment? Uh, I, I hate to look at Vanderbilt as a winnable game. Uh, the last three games, in hindsight, were all winnable games. Uh, and Missouri found a way to not win any of them. Uh, that said, uh, I, I know the point that you're making, and you're, you're absolutely correct. Um, Saturday's ability to win will be, again, up to Missouri. It's not about what the other teams do. Um, it, it's about what Missouri can do correctly. Um, had Missouri eliminated uh, unnecessary mental mistakes like penalties, uh, minimize you know, punt return, long punt returns, drop passes, uh, converted on third downs. Um, if it had done any of those things, you know, eliminated the the numerous tackles for loss. I believe there were 13 in the uh, the game against Florida. If you minimize it, if you cut any of those things in half, um, you probably win at least two of those those games. Uh, so that's been the focus for this team, especially during the bye week. I know they went back to basics. They had a number of days of practice last week, um, had a scrimmage, which I think 
is probably a wise thing so that your your players don't sort of get out of sync from you know contact during the off week. Uh, but they were still able to get away from uh, from football. Uh, you need a mental break. Uh, and that's one of the advantages of uh, having a bye week. You also get an opportunity for players that are banged up to heal a little bit more. No one's really healed at all until the season's over. Uh, being banged up is a part of uh, the sport of football. Uh, but you get a chance to get a little bit better. Mental health is also important. Um, and, and I think also it's an opportunity for this team to get back to basics, you know, focus on the things that have really plagued you and, 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 and caused you to regress, if you will. Um, get back to basics, review your fundamentals, you know, drill the fundamentals, drill the importance of, of knowing where you are on the football field. You know, when you're in – uh, the red zone, how absolutely important it is that you can't give up, uh, you can't have a penalty there. You can't have mental mistakes. Um, so those are the things that have been the focus uh, of this coaching staff, and, and you hope that the players understand at the mid- midway point of the season, they have an opportunity to 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 flip the 2-4 and four record from the first half of the season and go 4-2, 5-1, 6-0. It's not going to be easy. Um, but it can be done. A few years back, uh, Missouri started at one and five and ran a table and won six straight. So anything is possible, um, but it's going to take focus and it's going to take an extreme amount of hard work. Do you think it's more challenging for today's student athlete to push out the noise, not see everything that's being said on social media and, and continue to kind of stay the course so things don't really spiral out? I would agree that that's probably a true statement. Um, but listen, the, the teams that are able to manage that the best within that three-month period from September through November or the teams that are going to be your better team, the teams that are going to win uh, the, the bulk of their games. Um, I, I think it's an absolute must. Um, it, it's probably not an easy thing to do. I would hate, first of all, I, don't, I, I was never uh, ever considered coaching anyway, but I would hate to be a coach especially a head coach in this era of, uh, of college sports, even professional sports, because, you know, there's so many distractions uh, uh, with social media. Now you've got um, the, the added uh, concerns of a transfer portal and, and name, image, and likeness to contend with. All those things make it that much more difficult. Um, so uh, hats off to the programs that can do it and manage it and continue to uh, excel uh, in spite of all those distractions. Yeah, you make a great point, Howard. I don't know how coaches do it. I could not live in a world where I make a lot of money, but my livelihood is completely connected to the actions of 18 to 22-year-olds. I just I don't know how a coach does it. <laughs> I, I don't either. Um, and sometimes they probably question themselves when they get up in the morning and think, why am I doing this? Uh, but I think that's the challenge of it. And, um, you know, some guys have been able to do it very well. Uh, Nick Saban, Kirby Smart. I'd say those guys are the gold standards. Um, and they've been doing it for quite a while, especially Saban. Um, he's got some kind of magic um, in his pockets that makes it all work, um, regardless of the fact that they lost on Saturday. Uh, just year in, year out, they're able to – Perform at a high level. They're always one of the elite teams, and, and always, you know, in the in the in the top five, top four teams uh, in the country. Uh, but they've they've got it figured out. And, and Missouri is a program that is aspiring to be 
like the Georgias and Alabamas of the world. Uh, again, it's not it's not something that happens overnight. Uh, you've got to recruit the, the proper players that fit your culture uh, and that understand the direction that your program is heading. Um, and that's not an easy thing either. Uh, but but again, you know that's a challenge for you know a coach whether he's making four million a year or six or seven or nine million a year. Uh, that's what the expectation is. And, um, you know, hopefully you, you get it done um, during the time that you're there. And, listen, it, it's um, – I, I kind of believe this team is is a step away. Uh, they don't seem to have um, lost their enthusiasm uh, and their hunt for winning games because uh, they know they were so close. I think if you, you – the last three games they lost by a combined total, I don't know, something like 14 points, which is tremendous considering – you know, uh, that Georgia was one of those teams, and you know, for almost three and a half quarters, they were leading Georgia. Um, but again, you look in the mirror and you go, wow, had we done this, you know, our record would be different, absolutely different. So now you know what it takes to get to that point. Uh, your focus is actually sharpened now because you know, in order to qualify for a bowl game, you must win at least four games going forward. Uh, so I think in some ways it makes it easier to see, you know, where that goal is. Still climbing that mountain is not necessarily going to be the easiest thing. You mentioned the injuries. Three key players could potentially return this weekend. Linebacker Chad Bailey, quarterback uh, Chris Abrams-Drain, slot receiver uh, Barrett Bannister. Just getting those guys back, guys who are expected to be contributors, creating a little bit more roster depth, how much can that impact the team from a positive standpoint? Well, they're all leaders. And um, the team really needs that type of leadership, especially on offense. I, I think Bear Bannister, um, it seems like he's been at Missouri for 10 years, <laughs> but he's, uh, listen, he's a very dependable receiver, uh, kind of a quiet leader, but the guy gets it done on the field. And uh, I think Missouri's been lucky to have him. Not the most athletically talented guy, but certainly dependable. You need a third down uh, uh, conversion. For first down, throw the ball to Barrett Bannister. He's going to find a way to stretch out and, and, and get you that first down. Um, he he has uh, everything that he has learned uh, is coming to fruition for him this year. I hope he stays healthy for the remainder of, of his final year at Missouri uh, because I, I think he's a guy that uh, certainly this team can and should lean upon as they go forward. Uh, Bailey is coming and come has come into his own this year at the linebacker position. Uh, especially alongside Teron Hopper. Uh, that tandem, I think, is still one of the best in the SEC. Um, and, and they've been getting it done. They've been a biggest uh, part of the biggest reason that this team has played well defensively this season. And Chris Abrams Drain, you know, for a guy that was playing receiver uh, not too long ago, has really shown uh, that he has taken to that cornerback, that position, quarterback position. Uh, and really stepped up his game. Uh, he's a great football IQ, but a great athlete. You know, can certainly cover receivers, but also can can run back kicks as well. So he's a valuable piece for this team on defense. They'll need him going down the stretch. So, have you heard anything on uh, on Luther Burden? If there's any chance we might see him this weekend, um, I've probably heard the same thing you've heard. You yeah. know, still. I'd say maybe questionable. I'm, I'm not sure if he's probable yet. A lot can change between uh, Wednesday and Saturday if he's getting the treatment that he needs and if his injury uh, responds well to treatment. I suspect that you will see him. But, um, hey, if he's not ready to go, um, there are certainly 
uh, other players behind him that are looking for opportunities, you know, whether it's you know, Towski Dove, who hasn't played, hasn't done much this year, uh, not necessarily because of him, but uh, just, you know, things haven't gone his way. Um, but look for a guy like uh, 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 the kid out of Kansas City, Makai, Makai Miller, Makai Miller. Uh, who I think has tremendous upside. Uh, he really looks like he's been playing receiver for some time. Um, really excited about what he can do. Uh, so if Burden can't go in, you know, Miller is probably a guy that's going to get some, get some snaps. Um, and Mookie Cooper and, of course, Dominic Lovett, uh, who was among the leaders in the SEC in receiving yards and catches. Uh, I expect those guys to continue at the pace that, uh, you know, that they've been working at. You know, I know Eli is looking for uh, opportunities to get those guys more chances, you know, more targets. Um, anything to get this offense, uh, uh, you know, running on all cylinders, which they haven't been all season. You know, just been hit and miss. But hopefully the, the bye week has enabled them to um, get this offense tuned up, so to speak. And uh, starting with Vanderbilt, uh, they can make a, a nice run and, and hopefully win at least four games in the second half. Let me finish you off with this. You mentioned uh, the Alabama loss. Tennessee, they seem to be the real thing. They've got a, a transfer quarterback and Hendon Hooker's really, really, really good. What was your reaction to the way that game went down, seemingly the game of the year so far in college football? Listen, I know what Josh Heupel is capable of. Um, he spent time uh, at Missouri coaching Drew Locke. And, um, you know, this guy is, he was a, a former Heisman trophy runner up himself. So he absolutely may be the best at what he does in coaching quarterbacks in the SEC. Uh, so no surprise that Hendon Hooker, um, has kind of taken on the personality of, of, of Josh, Josh Heupel. Um, uh, but he's brought the other players along with him. Now, now Tennessee's defense has had some issues, but listen, they're, they're an explosive offense. So. Let's just say if you're Missouri playing Tennessee, the one thing that you, you want to do, uh, that you must do, is is sustain your drives and, and keep the ball on offense for as long as you possibly can to minimize the uh, the, the offensive uh, the amounts of offensive series that Tennessee shall have and, and hope your defense can hold up and, uh, and force some turnovers. Um, but listen, Alabama didn't do that, although Alabama did uh, get one or two turnovers. Tennessee was just very explosive, and uh, it, it was, you know, the Volunteers had luck on their side on Saturday, uh, and that's you know that's probably a big momentum boost for that team, and um, it remains to be seen what they do for the rest of the year. So, um, you know, it, it, they certainly have gotten the attention of the rest of the country, uh, especially in college football, and um, I, I'm sure they feel that that momentum is going to uh, carry them uh, very far through the next six games. He is Howard Richards, former Mizzou Tiger, for, uh, part of the uh, Missouri uh, broadcast team as well on the radio. Howard, thank you so much for the time. Uh, enjoy this upcoming weekend, and uh, we'll talk again real soon. Sure thing, Matt. Thank you for having me. You bet. There's Howard Richards joining us on uh, Sports Open Line. and very. I know he didn't like it when I said it. I, I could tell in his response when I referred to this game against Vanderbilt as a winnable game, but it is a winnable game, and in many ways it is a must-win game for the Tigers coming up on Saturday in Columbia. Speaking of the Tigers, the SEC preseason basketball poll is out. How are the Tigers viewed from a league-wide perspective? We'll tell you in just a moment. It's Sports Open Line on KMOX.
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Continuing on here on a Wednesday evening, continue to keep you updated on what's going on in the baseball playoffs as the San Diego Padres and the Philadelphia Phillies matched up against each other. Padres lead the Phillies 7-4. That game is headed to the bottom of the seventh inning, one of two Major League Baseball playoff games being played today. The other game just getting underway, Yankees-Astros. That game is in the top of the first inning, and uh, no score. It literally just got started, and that's game one of the ALCS. 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900, that's the number to call, or text for that matter, if you'd like to tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Uh, by the way, I know a lot of people listen to this uh, program on a uh, on podcast at uh, com on the Odyssey app. Maybe you're not listening live. Maybe I'm talking to you right now. Uh, occasionally I get tweets uh, about stuff that I talked about, and it's obviously people who are listening on the podcast later. That's fine. We can continue the conversation, if you'd like, on Twitter, even if you're not listening live but listening on demand. So uh, at Matt Pauley on air, always appreciate the uh, Twitter follows. But if you tweet at me, uh, more often than not, I try to be good about responding. More often than not, uh, I'll respond, and I always enjoy a, uh, a good conversation. We talked about uh, Mizzou football in the last segment. Let's talk a little Missouri basketball. The SEC preseason men's basketball poll is out. This isn't a shocker. This isn't a surprise. Obviously, Missouri's got some work to do. They had a coaching change. Uh, the SEC's pretty good, especially at the top. Uh, but not all, the expectations are not very high for the Tigers. In the 14-team SEC, Missouri is the preseason number 11 team. The only teams uh, that are picked lower than the Tigers are Vanderbilt, Georgia, and South Carolina, kind of, man, Georgia, boy, did they fall off. And then South Carolina, uh, moving on from Frank Martin, uh, which don't know if that was the, the best decision for them. I know he wasn't getting them to the NCAA tournament, but he's a good coach, a good recruiter, and it felt like he had them at least respectable, and that wasn't good enough uh, for the folks in the other Columbia. So those are the three teams that are behind Missouri. Uh, Kentucky is the preseason number one team, Arkansas number two, Tennessee number three, those are for me. It's the and this is no disrespect to like an Auburn that's picked as the fourth team in the league. But to me, I look at Kentucky, I look at Arkansas, I look at Tennessee, and I see 
really, really good college basketball teams that have a have a very good shot of making a deep tournament run this year. Uh, the rest of the poll, so Auburn comes in at number four, Alabama number five, Texas A&M number six. Then after that, uh, the other schools ranked ahead of Missouri, Florida, LSU, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State before you get to Missouri. I, look, I'd be lying to you. I'd be, I'd just be talking out of some side of my mouth, not knowing really what I was saying was true. If I tried to break down this Missouri basketball team, I think that you can, you can look at a, at a Kobe Brown and Nick on or guys like that. Those are the guys who were uh, with Dennis Gates uh, at SEC media days in, uh, in Birmingham. There's a reason the expectations are low and we don't really know how good of a coach Dennis Gates is going to be in the SEC. I, for me, when it comes to college athletics, I think the number one skill that you want to have as an administrator is how to identify the coaches who are going to translate to the next level. Because two coaches with like the exact same resume, and whether it's football, men's basketball, women's basketball, any other sport for that matter, baseball, it doesn't really matter. You see these coaches who have, you know, in football, for example, let's let's look at what's happening at Tennessee and Nebraska. Let's let's compare those two. You have a Josh Heupel who stepped into Tennessee and absolutely turned that around. And Howard Richards mentioned him and how good of a, a coach he is. And then you have a Scott Frost who was really successful before going to Nebraska and went to his alma mater and fell just flat on his face. And that one surprised me a lot. Like I was like, that that felt like such a good fit. And I just I don't know what administrators look at that separates those mid-major coaches that take that step to the next level and are continu- are able to continue to have a really high level of success, and the ones that are like a Scott Frost, and it just does not work out. So if, if you are an administrator, if you are a wannabe athletic director in college athletics, probably probably fundraising is the number one thing you need to be able to do. In today's world of college athletics, you have to be able to raise money. That's what athletic directors do no matter what uh, size the school is, the athletic department is. You got to be able to go out and, and raise some monies and work the boosters and improve facilities. And that, like, that's all under kind of the, the raising money, whether it's facilities, what, like, just go bring in money to your athletic department so you can go build stuff like that. That's, that's what you need to do. But then that, that second skill is evaluating coaches and figuring out which coaches are going to be able to click and, and, and have a high level of success. And there's, Look, there's a re- that's really hard. That's a really hard thing to do. And there's a reason that every time a major college football job is open, there's a reason that every time a major men's basketball job is open, athletic departments go to these consulting firms and they get help from these consultants to figure out who the next head coach is going to be. And a lot of times what the consultants do is they kind of give you the short list and then you figure it out from there. But it is such a challenging thing to be able to do 
that there's these consulting firms that get paid big time, big time dollars just to kind of give you a short list of coaches that you should be looking at. So I don't know. I don't know if Dennis Gates is going to uh, is going to work or not work. His resume is good everywhere he's been. He's been able to have success. And now is he going to have success at Missouri? We're just going to have to wait and find out. For me, a successful year, and and he said so. He said this at uh, media days today. Like he was asked, um, "What's what is your uh, goal for this year? What's your expectations for the year?" And to read one of his quotes, he said, "My expectations simple, and it's to get better every day, continuing to challenge our staff, but also our student athletes, and make sure that we're uh, prepared by April." Thanks to um, STL today for transcribing some of his uh, comments uh, from from earlier today. But the, that's it. Get better every day. Go get better every day and uh, see what you can do. But I, I don't know. I don't know what to think about Missouri. Uh, there's a reason they're the preseason number eleven team. Can they find a way to find some more wins? Play some version of postseason basketball? Yeah, that's a possibility. But. Uh, I'd be lying to you if I told you that I'm the guy to uh, really break that down. Just let's get this season started and see what they look like and how they come together uh, under Dennis Gates, and then we can start to get an idea of what kind of team they are. 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. we still got a lot of hockey to get to before we're done at 8 o'clock. It's a late night tonight for the Blues. They are opening up a three-game trip. They are in Seattle this evening. We'll continue to keep you updated on what's going on with the Padres and Phillies. Another scoring change. Another run scored. We'll tell you who scored it, how that's going. We'll do that in a second. It's Sports Open Line. We're back with more in a moment on KMOX. Starting to wrap up our number one of the program, continuing to keep you updated on the baseball playoffs, Phillies and Padres. It would appear that this series is likely to be even 1-1 after two games. The Padres now lead by an 8-4 score. Again, the Phillies jumped out to a 4-0 lead in this game. The Padres have scored eight unanswered runs. They score another run in the seventh inning. A bunch of home runs today. Uh, Manny Machado, Brandon Drury, uh, also, let's see who else hit a home run. They also get a home run in the game uh, from Josh Bell. So uh, they are they're putting it all together. Blake Snell had the early issue, giving up the uh, four runs to the Phillies in the top of the second. Locked in after that, allowed four runs on five hits in uh, five innings, six strikeouts, and uh, one walk. Sports producer extraordinaire Matt Pajeski pointed this out to me when we were uh, just kind of having a pre-show discussion today. We had Frank Cusimano on the program yesterday and Matt re-listening to that interview and just rethinking some things brought up to me just how good of a point that Frank made when he said, look, look at the Padres and look at the Phillies and look at who they're sending out, whether it's a you Darvish, a Blake Snell, um, a Joe Musgrove, Aaron Nola, uh, Zach Wheeler, like all the, all these pitchers, that these two teams are sending out, in many ways, you would be more comfortable with those guys pitching for you uh, than you would who the Cardinals were sending out. And not that the Cardinals didn't send out good starting pitchers like they did their jobs, uh, but yeah, just having that high. And that's It's a really challenging thing. It's a really challenging thing because pitching is so expensive. And if you get it wrong, man, 
it can hurt you in a really, really big way. Like for me, if I was running a baseball team, and I'm not, I'm talking on the radio, but if I'm running a baseball team, I am trying to draft and develop as many pitchers as I can. If I'm if if it's drafting time and there's two guys on my board and I've kind of got them, I, I view them very similar. And one's a pitcher and one's a position player. I'm going pitcher every single time because yeah, there, there's going to be some hitters that are expensive, but for the most part, high end hitting is not as expensive as high end pitching. You can go get hitters on the free agent market and it just it feels it just feels like it's easier uh it's more cost effective at times to spend your free agent money on position players and develop as much pitching as possible so that's yeah if if I'm the the Dodgers or the Yankees or any of these big market teams it probably doesn't matter but if I'm a team that's not going to be top 3 top 4 top 5 in payroll I'm. I am in my minor league organization and my player development process. I am without a doubt putting a focus on pitching over position players and whatever deficiencies I might have from a uh, position player standpoint. I'll make up for it in free agency because the trade market going and get pitching it's expensive and, and like really expensive. And same thing when it comes to uh, the free agent market as well. 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can also tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. We'll talk some NFL football in hour number two of the program. Certainly some interesting storylines going on right now in the National Football League. We'll also talk uh, St. Louis Blues hockey. They play in Seattle tonight. Former St. Louis Blue Reed Lowe is going to join us. He'll be with us coming up at 7.20, and uh, we'll also hear the pregame comments of head coach uh, Craig Berube. He spoke with the media after a morning skate today in Seattle. We'll pass along those comments to you coming up later on in the program as well. My name is Matt Pauley. Thanks so much for making us a part of your evening. We're back with the second hour after the news right here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.